if you're a Christian right now, you've got to be feeling this spiritual battle around us that is heating up like nothing I've ever seen before in my lifetime. Well, I've had an interesting week, and today I want to talk to you about the spiritual battle and what we need to do as warriors for truth during this time. Hi, I'm Julie Barrett, and you're listening to the Woman's Blaining Podcast. I'm also the founder of Conservative Ladies of Washington. We are an organization of like-minded ladies and gentlemen here in the state of Washington, and we are working hard to elect conservative candidates and to educate and empower Washington citizens to stand up for truth, to speak up, and to take real action that can create change in our state it is definitely a monumental task, but we are up for it and we were we are here for it and we will not back down. I would love for you to join us, to support us, and to learn more about what we're doing. You can learn more at our website, conservativeladiesofwa.com. That's conservativeladiesofwa.com. And for those of you who are not in the state of Washington, I've got very exciting news. We will be launching our national platform, Conservative Ladies of America, looking like next month. It's getting closer. We are taking our efforts to a national level, and I'm excited to tell you more about that. So stay tuned for more information coming very soon. Well, today I want to dig in and talk about the spiritual battle that we are waging right now in our culture, in our society. It is very real. It is um, very heavy. And if you are a Christian and if you are taking action against some of the garbage that's going on, my guess is that you are feeling the attack of the enemy. So you may have noticed I did not do a podcast on Thursday or Friday of last week. We had a pretty substantial family crisis that hit Wednesday, Thursday, and kind of took us off our A-game and had us have to take a step back from some of the tasks that we could avoid doing for a little bit. And um, well, to be honest, also, I wasn't really in a space where even if I had had the time, I just didn't feel emotionally like I could get on the microphone and talk to people. So, um, you know, I noticed uh, over the last year and a half since we had the huge crisis with my daughter uh, back in March of 2021, where she was held hostage at the homeless shelter, uh, and then going through the, the last year and a half with her that we have I have noticed, I've been paying particular attention since that event happened. Now, let me rewind a little bit. Back in March of 2021, March 1 was the official launch date for Conservative Ladies of Washington. My daughter's thing happened on March 17th, so same month. And I have noticed since March 1st of 2021 that whenever I'm doing something that has some sort of major impact, 
the enemy is coming against me hard and he's coming against my family. He's using my family to get to me. I have sort of lined up a number of different events that have had, you know, me doing something and then a family crisis that were almost simultaneous. Like, um, for example, in May, uh, Todd Herman and I did an event at Cedar Park Church in May. And May 20th, I believe it was, and I was supposed to get on stage and give a speech to 800 people that evening. And I had a huge crisis thing happen the morning of that event. My team and I were putting on the event. And so there was a lot that was happening that day. And the devil came at me at 10 o'clock that morning. And I knew, and I said to my husband, I said, I do not want to get up and give a speech to 800 people tonight. And I was just a slobbery, teary mess. But I know that this is the devil and I will not allow him to stop me. So even if I get up on stage and I'm not making any sense, I'm not going to let him keep me down. And that's sort of my attitude in life is if someone's trying to stop me from doing something that typically gets me to double down and want to motive will motivate me to do, to go even harder into what I'm trying to do. So when Satan comes at me when I'm trying to do something, it doesn't make me sit back and go, "Okay, well, I'll just uh, I'll just not do that important thing I was going to do then." No, it makes me realize that what God is doing through me is very powerful. It's so powerful that Satan wants to stop it. And I'll be damned if I'm going to let the devil stop me from doing what God has assigned me to do. And I think that I, so over the weekend on Saturday, I went to a love life conference at Cedar Park Church. It was this big pro-life conference with some really amazing speakers. Uh, Eric Metaxas spoke and Seth Gruber spoke, and there were several other different people who spoke. This love life, I think it's lovelife.org is their website, their movement to really change what's going on with the pro-life movement and to really offer support and resources and just change the game for pro-life and really step into this important time in this post-roll post row world. Um, it was just fascinating to learn about what they're doing and they're trying to equip pastors and churches and citizens to get in the game and take real action uh, for the pro-life movement. And it was it was amazing and a lot of truth being told. And there was that doctor, I'm sorry, I don't have his name in front of me at the moment, but maybe you've seen him. He has gone before Congress and he describes in detail what it's like to perform a second trimester abortion. And he was there and he told his story about how being a former abortionist and what happened in his life to turn his life around. And it really got me excited about the people who are really stepping up during this time to this important spiritual battle that we're in and to create change in our country and save our children, save our families, um, stand up for, for freedom, stand up for freedom of speech, freedom of religion, all of these things. And so I was really inspired by these people. And as I was hearing them speak, I heard the same attacks coming from them. They didn't call it attacks by the, the devil, but as you heard them talk about some of the things that have happened in their lives, you know that's the work of the enemy. You know that's the enemy trying to say, sit down and shut up. And it just, it really inspired me and it really encouraged me to 
when the devil is trying to put out the the light of God that is within me, it makes me just want to fight back that much harder. And so, you know, there's a saying, um, I posted this recently, sit with warriors, the conversation is different. And it's so true. And it's not just the conversation, but when you surround yourself with other warriors and people who are stepping out in faith and doing the work that God is calling them to do, no matter how big or small, when you surround yourself with those people, it will give you the courage to and the, and the encouragement to keep going. You need to have those networks of people and surround yourself with, you know, prayer warriors and people who are also stepping into the battle, stepping onto the front lines and feeling the resistance and the pushback from the enemy, but also saying, but God, we know how this ends and we will not back down and we will not be stopped. It really inspired me and it got me thinking about this, um, this whole issue with all of these crises in my life and how the devil is trying to tell me lies and give me circumstances and situations in my life that make me say, oh gosh, maybe I shouldn't do this. And, you know, some of the lies that the devil was sending, was filling my brain with over the last few days really just made me think, what am I doing? Do I even have a voice to be, am I even the person that should be doing this? But I want to remind you that God doesn't call the qualified. God doesn't call the perfect. God doesn't call the people that have it all together and know all the things. God will qualify you. God will give you the tools that you need to fulfill his purpose. I think a lot of people feel unqualified, incapable, not the right person for the job. But if God is putting something on your heart, I really want you to pray about that and to have the confidence that God isn't going to call you into something that he's not going to make you qualified for. He's not going to set you up to fail. And if he's setting you up to use you for a specific purpose in something, he's going to give you everything that you need. As I look back on the last year and a half and the things that God has called me into, I wasn't seeking to start a group called Conservative Ladies of Washington. I really had zero interest in politics until about 2016. And even then, I never thought, gosh, I'd like to be involved in politics and get involved in legislation and meeting candidates and that sort of thing. Never was on my radar but God just kept calling me to these different places, leading me step by step to where I am now. And I see how he has brought people into my life, whether it's someone from my church that I got introduced to that is just faithfully praying for me and my family every single day, or it's a legislator that has come into my life. Or, you know, I like my friend Todd Herman, who I met when I did uh I did an interview on his show after everything had happened with my daughter. We did a series of interviews and we have kept connected. And that's been an amazing connection that God has used for his purpose to bring his message to the people that he wants to hear it. And, you know, Todd is another one of those warriors who is feeling the attack of the enemy. He is a truth teller. You know, he left his job in public radio and took it to a private podcast because he wouldn't be able to say 
the things that he knew he needed to be able to say, the truths he needed to tell. And there are a lot of people like us. And so it's really exciting to see other people. And you sort of get that momentum, uh, the inspiration when you see other people who are obeying the call of God on their lives. And it's not easy, but they don't back down and they don't stop because they know what they're doing is ordained by God and that God will prevail. As I was sitting through this conference on Saturday and listening to some of the ways that people could get involved with Love Life and some of the different organizations that were represented, I thought about how many people don't stand up, don't take action and sit behind their keyboards or stay in their prayer closet and don't actually get out on the front lines of any kind. And I understand it. And I understand there's a lot of reasons for that. Maybe it's that you just don't feel equipped or qualified to do what you think other people are doing and they have all the tools and resources and they know what to do. Uh, Maybe you're scared. Maybe you don't want the resistance of the enemy. And so that's what I want to talk about is not taking action because you're scared of the resistance of the enemy. When you take action against the evil darkness that is happening in our world, you can 100% be guaranteed that the devil will come against you. He will do anything in his power to stop you. When you are shining the light of truth into this dark world, whatever it's about, whether you're, you know, into election stuff or the, the gender ideology stuff, critical race theory being taught to kids, abortion, whatever your area of passion is, when you start stepping out and speaking out and taking action about that, you are going to get severe resistance. You might start seeing crisis after crisis pop up in your life and you're like, what is going on? My friends, that is the enemy. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. That is his mission. And so if you're finding something in your life that the devil is trying to steal, kill, and destroy, you can bet that you are over the target. I mentioned um, in, I think it was my last podcast, actually, that I had gone to Olympia and met with uh, State Representative Jim Walsh, and we also had Billboard Chris there, Chris Elston, and we were talking on a live video on Facebook about the gender ideology, and we were talking about it all the way from what we're going to do on a legislative level to taking action uh, in protest and, and the other things that we can do to wake people up and get this movement going to protect our kids. It was banned by Facebook. Facebook took it down about four to five hours after we did the live video, And then it miraculously came up about 24 hours later, which was great. But it was also that same night that this big crisis hit my family. So there's the timing element that I was talking about earlier. When you are doing something that could thwart the devil's plans, he is going to fight back and you've got to be ready. You've got to be ready with the armor of God. We need this every single day day. And, you know, the thing with the enemy is he knows, he knows you. He knows exactly which buttons to push and the lies to tell you that will leave you in a sloppy pile of tears in the corner. He knows that. His lie to me is 
you're a terrible mom. What are you doing? You have no business telling people how to protect kids. If I let that record play in my head, I would go sit in the corner and be a sloppy wet mess. But thank God that he has given me friends and prayer warriors who speak truth to me. They know. They're like, I know that the enemy is telling you that you're a bad mom and that you need to sit this one out. You are not a bad mom. You are, you know, and they will speak that truth. God sent me people that speak truth into my life. And I guarantee when when the devil comes to push your buttons, whatever your buttons are, there will God will provide you people that will speak truth. And if he doesn't provide you people, he's already provided you his word in the Bible that will speak truth. So when those lies come to you, you have to be ready and armed with the belt of truth so that you can fight back against those lies. I found this um, this warrior's prayer today, and I want to read it to you. This comes from Ephesians 6, which is the passage about the armor of God. So this is called the warrior's prayer. Heavenly Father, your warrior prepares for battle. Today, I claim victory over Satan by putting on the whole armor of God. I put on the girdle of truth. May I stand firm in the truth of your word so I will not be a victim of Satan's lies. I put on the breastplate of righteousness. May it guard my heart from evil so I will remain pure and holy, protected under the blood of Jesus Christ. I put on the shoes of peace. May I stand firm in the good news of the gospel so your peace will shine through me and be a light to all I encounter. I take the shield of faith. May I be readier for Satan's fiery darts of doubt, denial, and deceit, so I will not be vulnerable to spiritual defeat. I put on the helmet of salvation. May I keep my mind focused on you, so Satan will not have a stronghold in my thoughts. I take the sword of the Spirit. May the two-edged sword of your word be ready in my hands, so I can expose the tempting words of Satan. By faith, your warrior has put on the whole armor of God. I am prepared to live this day in spiritual victory. Amen. I'm going to put that in the notes, and I encourage you to copy and paste it into a document or something that you can print out and read it every day. The times we are living in, friends, are so dark, and the presence of evil is so strong. I don't know about you, but it didn't used to be this blatant. It didn't used to be that you could see the devil's people walking around. At that conference on Saturday, when I left my church, you know, we had, I don't know, five, 600 people there for this event and it was publicized. And so the, um, pro-abortion folks showed up uh, as the event was coming to a close to protest and uh, make problems for people who are trying to get out of the parking lot. And they there's always a look about them. And I don't want to, I'm not trying to shame anybody, um, but they do have a certain look about them, the way they dress, the body type, the hair colors, um, the makeup, that just there's a look about these people on the radical left that are working for this evil agenda and they're vicious. I mean, I was leaving the parking lot and I had this older gentleman just swearing me up one side and down the other. And it was crazy. And if you look in their eyes, 
there's also a, a you can see that that look in the eyes and there is no light in these people i was you know thinking about these people standing outside on the sidewalk of um, the church outside of the church i guess it was public park you know public sidewalk but my church is a house of prayer we are very much into pray all sorts of prayer there's a prayer tent on campus and a lot of times people will will walk the campus praying and so i got to thinking as i was driving as i got out of the parking lot and was driving away from these protesters of how sacred that ground was that that ground has been prayed over so much and what an opportunity that these protesters are standing on this sacred ground that has been so prayed over and perhaps their spirit could be changed you know so i was actually like that's great that they're on this sacred ground maybe they'll maybe their spirit will get changed i don't know if that happened to any of them but you you probably notice as i do that the the evil agenda is marching around in plain sight they are not even trying to hide uh you see it in the disney movies i think it was uh little demons or something there's a new disney movie and demon is in the title of the movie Evil is not trying to hide. Evil thinks it has the upper hand. And I want to remind you, we know how the book ends. We know that God has victory and we need to walk in that victory. We need to claim victory for this battle. It will give us the encouragement that we need to keep going because we need endurance for this race. This is not easy. And there are so many days where I'm just thinking, Lord, I don't know how much more I can do of this. I don't know how much more I can take. We have to keep going and we have to renew ourselves every day. So take time to step back for a minute and, you know, take a day to just spend time taking care of yourself, being in the word with God, praying, meet a friend. You know, schedule regular times with people that you can pray with or worship. You know, I find that if I put on worship music in my house and turn off the TV or the political podcast that I love to listen to, if I change that and put on worship music, it really lifts my spirit. It just changes my whole day. So I would encourage you to find those things that renew your spirit and energize you for this battle because it's not going to get better anytime soon. And we are called to be in this fight. Another thing I want you to consider, if you're hearing my voice right now and you're thinking, you know, I have been kind of sitting back on the sidelines. I've been just kind of reading things on social media, not really getting involved in the fight. I want you to start thinking about the issue that is most passionate to you, that you feel you care most deeply about, and then start researching ways that you can get involved in the fight for that issue. Because we need all hands on deck somewhere in the Bible. And I'm not some Bible scholar, so I'm not going to be able to quote scripture for you. But I'm pretty sure that somewhere in the Bible, there's something that says that when God returns, he wants to find us working for his cause. So don't just sit back and wait for the rapture get in the battle. This is what the Lord has called us to do. Get with like-minded people, sit with warriors so that you can be encouraged and that you can renew your mind and your spirit and have the energy to keep going in this race. You are not alone 
And this is important, important work that God has called us to do. I hope that you will consider how you can get in the fight and you will take courage and start stepping out into what God is calling you to. Well, thanks for listening today. I'm going to leave it there. Please share this episode with someone that you think could use a little bit of encouragement in this fight. And I look forward to chatting with you again next time. 